Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 190 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. We are signaling our bodies that it is time for the show. That's what they, it's called signaling. I think it's called signaling. Who does it? Well, Mark Hall does it. Frank Molinero is the first person we saw do it. I think Vincenzo Joseph does it. And this sparked uh, a little a little back and forth on, a on Twitter the tw- beef. It was not a beef. It wasn't a beef? Don't escalate it. I, I, barely a turkey be, sandwich. I'm not dramatic uh, here. There was it's a little flow TMZ right now. No. Oh, my God. A little TMZ. I'm just saying, slow, slow it down. It wasn't a beef. It wasn't a beef beef, but it was direct. Yeah, yeah. So why, why don't you explain what we're talking about a little bit? Oh, because we we have talked about on the show before um, some kind of you know th- intangibles, momentum, rituals, not yeah. rituals, but like Superstition. superstitions. And um, Christian is always uh, poo poos those ideas. Yes, it's nonsense. But wrestling, a lot like baseball players too have them. These little nuances, these little uh, pre-game, pre-match. Um, things, I mean, how can you? How about this one? How about the neck roll? I, I don't know. That's like a, I think that I know like, that's not superstition, but it's like a thing that everybody does. A lot of wrestlers do that, right? But Christian won't get on board. And then when when um, the momentum thing started happening, yeah, uh, you know, Penn State goes on a roll, one champ, two champ, three champ is an upset, and people start tweeting at Christian. You know, but uh, what do you th- what do you how, what do you say about that momentum thing now? Now I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but it started this conversation and then it spiraled into um, the intent the, the the superstition type things. And Kyle Snyder and Mark Hall disagreed. Right. Well, um, Snyder's original tweet was like, "Routines don't help. This doesn't help. What being better at wrestling helps," which. You know, accurate. But I think I think it, it turned into like kind of a semantic debate. I feel like they they were talking about like different things at different points. But that's what I thought too. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think Mark Hall thinks what he's doing this this hand thing is is something else. And well, we first saw it in Molinaro, right? If, I right. Mean, if so, we were like, what is he doing? It was like kind of jarring. Like, whole, what is what is the, what OCD? Um, Neurosis is he satisfying right now? I don't know. I'm a believer. I like. Uh, uh, hey, l- let's let's talk about the guys that do it. Frank Molinero, yeah, who was basically out of his mind, amazing for six months. Yeah, when Frank Molinero first started doing it was when he became a thing, like an international thing. When he made the Olympics, the Olympic team qualified for the Olympics, and then was fifth in the Olympics, and was a Second away from maybe Olympic bronze. So, so you always poo-poo it, and you certainly... I don't know. Well, you know what's interesting about it is, like, Mark Hall was like, I'm not going to say what it is or why I do it. He's like, the fact that I won't tell you should tell you something, Kyle. Like, they think it's, like, some secret sauce that they don't want to let out there. I'm serious. Do, do you some, not agree with some that? Some moja, some voodoo stuff? I don't, it's not voodoo. But they, it's something. It's some sort of a... I mean, regardless, regardless if, if you believe it or not, some people believe in it. Some people believe in a routine of going through the going through these motions, thinking things, doing things, um, maybe whether you eat or what you eat or what you, um, you know, what you train before warm ups. Right. Et it, it turns into something that puts you put your. Mind in the right place to 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 compete. Yeah. Literally, you know, we we had um in high school we we did this thing. Uh, Jamar Billman, whose dad is now the head coach at Easton, he used to always bring us before finals these little things of ginseng, and whether or not the ginseng did anything for us at all. Uh, That's a banned substance, is it? Uh, in nineteen ninety five, it was. Your PIAA titles are gonna be. Oh, I just made it up. I just want to make you sweat. So, but more, more after it became routine, it was more than what this thing was. It became just a practice, right? Like a practice that you get used to and, and just, okay, I got that taken care of. And, and you looked forward to that. Yeah. So 
Snyder just point Blake asked ask Hall, why do you touch your fingers together and then cross your hands on your knees? Mark Hall says, classified information. Then Snyder's like, I know why you do it. Just interested what reason you would give. He's like, I think the fact I won't say it publicly should give you a pretty good idea. So that's what's that's what's interesting to me. It's not that they do it, but they think it's something that's like, well, of even course. if you knew the reason why I did it, like that that would give something away, it would give away an edge or something. Oh well, I don't know. But any everybody that does superstitious things does it because they believe in them, right? They don't do them because I don't. Th- Mark, if you ask Mark Hall if this is a superstition, he's gonna say no. Okay, not a superstition. A ritual, a practice to get you right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. You had you never had any kind of routine or thing or anything that you did or thought. I mean, I don't think so. Sometimes guys, you know, they do this. Yeah. What is that? I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. Before they go on the mat, before they take the mound, before they start a football game. Carl Malone had that crazy little chant thing he would say when he's shooting free throws. Remember that? Did he? You don't remember that? I Bracky, remember. He you t- remember this? I remember he took a long time. Don't you guys watch basketball? I remember he took a long time. I don't remember a chant. He would be like, he was just like mouthing something, and everyone was like, "What is he saying?" Yeah. And in middle school, it ran wild. It was like some evil, like terrorist chant. It's like what? That was that was what was theorized think in the Augusta County streets. Anything to do with terrorism? I know, but people were like, I think it's like some evil satanic like thing. He was. Literally, that's like... Yeah, Carl Malone looks like a Satanist. <laughs> He's a satanic, power-forward truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> Seen it a thousand times. All right. In uh, related Penn State news, uh, <laughs> Trolls won yesterday. With Trolls won, wrestling community zero. Ray Higuchi, this story came out um, right after NCAAs that Olympic silver medalist from, this year, from last year in Rio, Ray Higuchi, would go to the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club, and then... Um, some people, including myself, postulate it like, what if? What's postulate mean? Um, thought. Theorized. Theorized. Hypothesized. What if he could wrestle for Penn State? You know, kind of just shooting from the hip because uh, he is young, youngish. Um, 21, according to the Jan- Japan Times article I read yesterday. Okay, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point, this Japan Times article. Um so, you know, I even tweeted, what if he could wrestle? And there was message board post. What if he could actually wrestle for Penn State? And then, you know, your your natural, well, hey, don't don't say it's crazy. Don't say it's crazy. Well, so there's some so, precedent, you know. Yeah, there's precedent. Um, well, I don't know how old Abe was when he came. I don't know how. And it was a completely different landscape when Yutaki was here, right? I mean, who knows? Well, the, mo- knows the more happened? recent I- example is Z, Alan Gelagayev. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, but Gelagayev and, I don't know, Vili Haino, they didn't... Huguchi probably got money, probably so got did, funded. So did Gelagayev. That's why he only had three years. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so um, immediately when you say, what if Huguchi could be in the lineup, then people start talking about, um, well, could he give the money back? Would he have to sit out? Uh, is he even legal? Anyway... All this, this well, things are being the, the main, talked about. The thing that I still, part of me is like, well, why couldn't he? Still, you're still on the hook. No, no, no. I'm not on the hook at all. I'm just saying if he wanted to, if he wanted to wrestle for Penn State. Why could he not? Well, that's what I'm saying, too. That's what I said the whole time. And then yesterday, okay, so I had this in my, in my brain, like, you know, it could not be, it might not be that far-fetched. Why can't he if he wants to? He can, right? And I mean, then, Kyle, Kyle Snyder, if if uh, is, he's on a wrestling team right now, right? And then it comes out um, yesterday. Not it, not it comes <laughs> out. <laughs> there's a tweet with uh, Japan Times, just like it, a portion of a newspaper article. It looked exactly like a newspaper article. It looked real, right? We should have had this up. And it says, you know, Higuchi will wrestle for the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club, and. Yeah. And he likes this, this, and that, and there was fun involved. And yeah, uh, that was what triggered me. That's what triggered me too. I like when I first saw, it, I was like, "Holy crap, guys! Huguchi's gonna wrestle for them!" And then I was, and then I got to like the fun part, and I'm like, uh, "Fun, really? I don't know. 
How well does he speak English? So here's here's what here's how it happened for me. I was getting ready to leave to pick up my my brother and his wife. Who are you're pointing? I'm, po- I'm pointing at them because they're sitting here watching. Um, from the airport, and I I get a text from someone like, "Hey, from someone in the wrestling community, a, a world former world team member." Okay, so not just somebody. Hey, does Higuchi have to pay his money back? How does this work? I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like. There's an article that Higuchi's going to wrestle for Penn State. So he sends me this, like, a screenshot of a newspaper article. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I'm leaving. So I call someone. I'm like, hey, can you do something with this? And I'm like, I call Bracky. I'm like, Bracky, you're not going to believe this, man. <laughs> uh, and I'm, like, reading the quotes to him. And then, but Bracky, um, I'll actually give him a little credit. You were, you were pretty woke. Yeah. I saw your email, and that screenshot looks so janky of that newspaper. Just, uh, the Why? Japan Times written in English. The Japan Times? No, yeah. it's, uh, that's a real thing. When I first saw it, I was yeah. like, when I first saw it, I was like. Uh, yeah, why is this not in Japanese? Well, well no. I, my first thought was Japan Times. I mean, is that a real. <laughs> Willie <laughs> was woke on the name. And Japan, the fact, <laughs> Japan, and the fact that the screenshot was like. A quarter of the newspaper. Yeah. Why wasn't it the full page? Well, or there like is the a Japan Times, guys. I know there that's, is. That's what I'm saying. I know there is, and I immediately went there. I searched the article. There's nothing on there about Listen, it. Japan Times is a real thing. My first thing was, Japan Times, really, they could come <laughs> up with, like, uh, the Tokyo <laughs> Sun or something so like that. <laughs> uh, so it's Japan Times. I'm like, what? And then, um, but here, it turns out, Japan Times is, like, the largest English language newspaper. In, really? J- in Japan, so it is Japan Times, and it is in English. So run tell that. So that checked. That out. checked out. That checked out. Somebody, whoever the troll was, should have heard Christian on the phone though. Like you could hear <laughs> the up. excitement, and then like I just brought up a few points. He's like, "Dang it, it might be fake." <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really get to vet it properly. I was just like, sent this thing. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what?" I'm world? usually way better about being. Um, yeah, it got you. It got Willie. I'm He's usually very skeptical. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm usually way better about smelling those things out. But that's the point. The whole entire time, past week, I'm like, this isn't far-fetched. This could happen. And so as soon as somebody put it out, I bit hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he sent us. So we, we are on Gchat. Like, it's like IMing, but like with work people. And Thanks for the technical breakdown. Pe- people might not know what Gchat is. I think they do. Really? Yeah. Because I had no Chat idea what thing. it was until I worked here. Well, Staunton, Virginia. <laughs> it's called Stanton, and it's we spelled Staunton. I thought it was Swope. Listen, that's Christian. What I, Christian, where are you from in Virginia? I it was I'll tell, tell you seven different towns. <laughs> All right, hold on. I thought it was Churchville. I'm from Churchville. Churchville I used to live in Stanton. Buffalo Gap. Buffalo Gap is Stanton. Buffalo Gap is in Swope. Oh, listen, I'll fight all of you. <laughs> all right. First of all, where Sim- are you from? Churchville. I don't know where you're from. All I know is that you broke into your own house once to watch Speed. <laughs> to watch, to watch speed. speed on VHS. So many fails in that that whole thing. <laughs> I remember that. Why, why did that come up? Because that's classic. That should always come up. It should always come up that you broke into your own home while sleeping over a friend's house to watch the movie Speed. <laughs> Fifth grade was, you know, a rough time for everyone. <laughs> you must have had a lot. Wait, hold of on. We were talking about something. We were talking about Higuchi. Um, anyways, you, my point was, in the G-chat, you were, you had the caps lock. Or you were holding that shift button hard. <laughs> you were all capital letters. Heavy on the pinky on that one, son. Yeah. Got carpal tunnel. Yeah. You were, you were really excited. So you, bit, you bit maybe harder than any of us. I think it's because PA bias. You want it to be true. <laughs> I got that. Japanese bias. A Japanese bias. I want there to be as many AAs from Japan <laughs> as, this, possible. as possible. This happens a lot in college basketball. They get international players, and a lot of times they'll lose like half a season because they've taken. Oh, money. half a season. They'll lose half a season. Yeah. Uh, they have to pay back the money. You lose that like away that. game against Concordia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they do that all the time. Back NCAAs. in time for conference play. Listen. Remember the year. Remember when? Remember when Ethan Lezak and those guys got suspended for half a year and they just wrestled the yeah, entire time? The, I love when they Minnesota do that singlets. half a year thing. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what. You don't do this again. You're losing the part of the season. Doesn't matter. Yes. You're gonna do it. Yeah. You're, you're not. <laughs> remember when? Like remember when Maurice Claret got in all kinds of trouble, or was it Terrell Pryor? One of those guys. It was, it was Pryor. Terrell Pryor. They got in all kinds of trouble, Claret and they said, the "They said, all right, this is unacceptable." 
You can play the bowl game though. <laughs> but the first game but next, the first game next season, you're suspended against, you, against the Akron Zip. You have to sit out, out Youngstown State. You I'm learn safe. your lesson. We'll run a tight ship here at the Ohio State University. Sorry, no self-reported. We self we self-reported, so we're cool. So, anyways, I don't know how we got from Higuchi to Swope to Speed, Youngstown State. But we're gonna bring it back full circle. Bring it back. Bring it back. Part of and. Here's the main reason I think people bit, because it's Penn State, and I think at this point, everyone's just like, they're just a little bit ahead of the curve in general, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, and everyone's just like expecting the worst, like if you're not a Penn State fan, you're just braced for like, yeah, like what are they going to do next? Like, you know, they just got Gavin, like, as if they didn't have enough talent, like, Gavin's like, yeah, that's becoming a thing, it's becoming a thing, like, why not? Okay, what's next, right? Yeah. Like, I've never seen... Message boards are just now, re- like, so... They're so reserved to... Re- or resigned to be like, okay, why don't you just give them, you know... Gable? All, all the top ten game? guys. And so nothing surprises them anymore. No. Um, I heard a funny thing in hmm. on the way to work today. You know, I always listen to sports talk radio coming in and and it reminded me of a thing that we had talked about and they're talking <coughs> about LeBron sitting. Mm, yes. LeBron sitting and it's nothing new. I think Greg Popovich who would many most would argue is one of the best basketball coaches ever ever. Um, a few years ago he started sitting guys, resting guys. Yeah. And um, I sort of agreed with him then. But it made me feel like, when I heard it today, it made me kind of feel like a hypocrite. Because, um, you know, they say LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James is taking a lot of heat because he's sitting on the bench, but he's very obviously not injured. He's, he's just resting. And I'm saying, thinking to myself, it's a long season. Rest the guy. You know, the only thing I care about, I mean, the only thing that makes me think twice is the fans. Like, right? right. Somebody paid... 80 bucks to go see LeBron James and he brought his kid and they're like, let's go see hey son, let's go see LeBron and get there. Oh, LeBron's chilling tonight. Yeah. Alright, that's not cool. Um, but from LeBron's perspective, from from the Spurs title chance perspective, and you saw Golden State Warriors do it this week, right? Um, last year they got criticized for chasing 82 games and maybe that tired them down. Yeah. Uh, this year they're resting guys, and some people are complaining. So which way do you want it? The point is, the import to wrestling is, we complained all year about guys sitting. Mm-hmm. Should we not do that? And I, I'm on record, I say all season long, that the college season is long, and it's grinding, and it's taxing, but yet I also complain when guys sit out. So am I hypocritical? How do you read that? I, I would say, I mean, it is a little hypocritical, um, but I, I don't judge you for it, like... It's bad, but I think um, it's almost an identical scenario, identical situation in that the season's long, it's physically taxing, pro- probably, I mean, I don't think it's arguable that wrestling is more taxing physically than, than basketball is. Um, you know, there's a lot of travel involved in, in things with back-to-backs, and you know, you're in Minnesota, and then you have a game later that night against the Clippers in L.A., and it's, I, I understand why they do it, and I understand why... Um, why why wrestling coaches do it? But I think more than anything, I think for the most part, it's very rare you see scheduled rest during big matches. Like Bo Jordan doesn't miss Penn State for scheduled rest the way that Tony Parker sits out during the Hornets game. Do the Hornets well, exist anymore? Did they get rid of that team, the Hornets, Bradkey? Well, so I'll say this. Anymore. Yes, I, I certainly understand your point, but that's fake news. I mean, Golden State rested four of their guys against the Spurs the other day. And what do you mean? They rested. Oh, so they rested them against big teams. Yeah. Yeah. There, there may be some. There may be a reason they and picked Pop the did that before too. Yeah, there could be a reason for that though that they picked the big. My, my point is, my point is, we're not seeing guys. We're not seeing guys not wrestle because of. Scheduled rest. We're seeing guys just. Bo Jordan's hurt. You know when he miss when he misses time. Is he physically able to maybe scrape seven minutes of wrestling together? Yeah, maybe. I know, but why do you want him to scrape seven minutes of wrestling together? 
And why do you not want to? Why? Well, you do. I mean, you're. I know that's I'm, and yeah. I'm saying maybe I'm hypocr- hypocritical. Um, we always have this thing. Wrestlers are tough, you know. Suck it up. Um, why should Why should Bo Jordan suck it up for a regular season dual meet? Um, when when he's trying to get right. Yeah. No, I think I've I'm right. I'm calling myself out. Right. I, I've been in the past, man, Bo should wrestle. Man, this guy should wrestle. Man, nobody should forfeit. Man, this and nobody should forfeit, actually. You should uh-huh. have guys there. But um th- there's a point to be made about getting right. You know, I in conversations with my buddies, uh, watching TV or drinking a beer or listening to the radio on the way in, um, I'm like, people need to stop hating on LeBron. People need to understand that sitting out uh a regular season game for the Mavs. Or, or the Spurs and the Golden State Warriors, it's a smart decision, yeah. right? People need to understand that in baseball, it's 180, 162 games. Yeah. You need to chill once in a while. Um, but yet, when it comes to wrestling, I'm saying there's no excuse. You got to be on the mat. You should be on the mat. That's that's not right. That ain't right. That ain't right. So I agree with you on that. Good, good uh, self awareness by you, Willie. Hey, today, today. Pat Santoro, he's got a big day. He's on a turnpike. I wonder if he's on the turnpike. I bet I'm no. I bet he went there last night. You go turnpike or you go eighty. You don't know. You're from Swope. Um, no, I don't. I've done. I've done the drive from Pittsburgh to Lee. I, me and uh, we did. We did a little right before who's number one two years ago. When'd you so, go to Pittsburgh? Ah, oh. oh, remember that? Yeah, remember that? Um, so Pat Santoro interviewing at. Pit, and it's interesting because a little snippet came out where he said, where he apparently, told the allegedly team. told the team, uh, "I'm going, I'm going to interview at the pit job. Uh, it's not likely that I will take it unless they are serious about building up the infrastructure and make serious, you know, financial commitments um, and a commitment to winning in the program." Um, that's interesting on a couple that, levels. Really, I think so too. It's inter- it's interesting because we always say that Pitt is a hotbed of Pitt's a sleeping giant. Yes, right. And it, we always say if Pitt made the commitment and they built the infrastructure and they wanted to win in wrestling, um, that they could be really, really good. Uh, arguably the best area in the country for recruits. Um, so and Santoro knows that, but Santoro also, by saying that, knows that you can't just go there and have no administrative support right. and expect to be success just because there's just because the Whippeal is good in wrestling. Right. Um, but it's also interesting in the fact that he tells the team that, right? Right. What do you make of that? I don't know. I thought I thought like explaining the situations in which he would go there is like I just think keep it simple. But Pat has. A far better relationship and knows the team better, and they're, you know, I guess at Lehigh, it's a more pragmatic bunch, and they understand. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, he's probably <coughs> talking real with them. For, in my understanding of the pit situation, is that this is like, they they are going to be all in. They are going to commit to more than just paying the coach. I think they're going to commit to facilities, and the facilities are. Um, facilities are bad. Bad. I mean, your like wrestling, they're, they're wrestling, wrestling room is a closet. It's it's like a it's weird. Like if you put all the mat space together, like it's not that small, but it's like two different rooms. It's a weird thing. There's like a set of stairs and a boiler in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting situation. But I think uh, you know I don't know. I mean, the for Pat, it, it, the job makes sense in that you went to Pitt, you won a national title there. Well, I'll say this. The two interesting about the situation, right? They've had an AD, and and for years, twenty years, I've been saying they could be amazing. Pitt could be amazing, but they sort of didn't care. They let Stottlemyre stick around there way too long. You know, Stottlemyre wasn't getting a job done. Um, Peters didn't have, you know, a great tenure, and so you're going to tell me that they're going to make commitments. I'm going to say, ah, I, I'll believe it when I see it. There's rumors going around. There's all kinds of rumors going around that 
oh, they're offering him this much money. They're offering the head coach this much money. Um, that's a significant number. Uh, so that shows a commitment. Yeah, it shows a commitment. It shows a limited commitment. It shows a commitment to throw a number to write a check. To, to write a check. Are you gonna Are you gonna take endowment money? Are you gonna build infrastructure? Are you gonna Are you gonna make, fundraise? Make people want to go there. Are you gonna make a commitment to uh, winning at Pitt? Just writing one check to to a head coach doesn't prove it to me, and I don't have the confidence that Pitt would do that because they haven't for twenty years. They just said we have we have a sleeping giant wrestling program, but yeah. It'll yeah. take care of itself, just as long as they don't get in trouble. Yeah. Now, the interesting part is they, they just got trouble. a new AD. Oh, I thought you were talking about how they got in trouble. No, they just got a new AD. Yeah. So um, hopefully, um, I forget her name. It's a her. Hopefully she comes in and she holds the team accountable and she has high expectations and she, she takes pride <laughs> in, um, in the wrestling program. Yeah. And, you know, you wonder how good Pitt can be, but you have to figure – it could at least blossom into like a Virginia Tech type of deal. I mean, really, Absolutely. it should be better than Virginia Tech, all things considered. You're in, you're right by Cleveland. You're in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Power Five, et cetera, et cetera. But until they commit, absolutely, it, they should be, they should be a Tech or or better or a hair better. Right. Um, what another dynamic to this situation is, you know, a lot of people interview for jobs that they're not going to take. Um, but most of the time when people interview for jobs they're not going to take, it's one of two th- it's it's mostly let's see if I can get a raise from my home school from the school I'm at now, right? I know several people that did that and the 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 administration at the incumbent school gave them a raise or promoted their title or both. Yeah. And just getting interviewed. But Pat at this stage of his career you don't think he's doing that. He's not doing that. No. He's not He's not going to Pitt to interview so that he's not dipping his toe in the water. No. I mean, this is a real thing. This is He's an alumni, probably one of the best, right, the two-time national champ. I think he was like fifth, third, first, first, or something like that. It's pretty good. Um, and complicating matters is... The fact that there's gr- – I, I find it absurd that people would grumble about Pat Santoro. We talked about this on a different show. But um, they are. Apparently, the Lehigh fans are a little restless. And, you know, I would sort of dismiss it because what Pat has at Lehigh Valley Athletic Club and, and Lehigh um, are pretty good things. And new facility, $4.1 million oh dollar facility. Facilities. Beautiful facility. Sick. Great fan base. Great, you know, uh, place packed all the time. Um, so he has good assets. Uh, so I would, I would sort of probably dismiss it. Ah, he's just doing it to see what they say. But there's real things going on. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll consider it. Um, and the things that'll, you know, what will that send the most? There's still a lot of things that are going to be, you know, who's going to go to Iowa State for that assistant job? That's a mint position. Paying. You the, got the, the intel money. there, son. No, I got no intel. You got no intel. Not on Iowa State. I thought you had connects. I, I might no. I mean, some. I don't know anything about that right now. Sleeping. I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, maybe. Maybe see Frank Molinaro consider the Virginia Tech assistant position. Okay, I heard he was in Blacksburg. And uh, maybe some other guys also in consideration there. So a lot of things still yet to happen um, with Iowa State. And if Pat goes to Pitt, then who goes to Lehigh? And who does Pat bring with him? So I think we're we're could have a very, very interesting offseason. Yeah. I mean this this type of year is always there's always movement, but there's big jobs out there. I mean huge. Lehigh might be opened up. Pitt's opened up. Um Tech just got filled. Did we ever talk about Roby getting the job there? I don't think we did. No, we can. Let's talk about that in a second. But yeah. let's talk about first. Let's get other jobs out there. Assistant, assistant at Tech, right? Assistant at Iowa State. Yeah. Open. Um, and even I find things interesting. I know. Well, okay, Maryland. We had heard for a long time might open up, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is there definitively to to say it definitively, but um, th- there's there's rumors that Kerry might 
want to be done or, or whatever. That might open up. Um, Davison, I know we don't talk about Davison ever, but there's interesting candidates there for that. Rob Patineski leaves, and I heard some decent names. Now, who will they take him? I don't know. I, I was talking to Rob Patineski, and he's like, these are the challenges I was working with, and it's, it was They're cha- formidable. There was challenging situations. Um, but guys like Mark Cody applied for Davison. What? Sean oh Gray. <laughs> Pat Nesky, it was funny. I've, I've known Pat Nesky since we were kids, and um, he, it was funny. It was like, he's like, yeah, only 40 people applied. I'm like, 40 people? That's great. All right? Well, you get a list of 40 people that includes Mark Cody. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty darn good. But, um, you know, they're working in with limited dollars and high high admission standards yeah it's a great great school very tough to get into and yeah and i don't know the scholarship situation but i think it's like extremely limited it's it's extremely limited and get this you to get admitted there this is mind-blowing we'd all be we'd all be we'd all be screwed to get in there you have to have had in high school, AP courses in at least three subjects. Yeah. I had a recipe. That ain't happening. I took yeah. ceramics my senior year. Come on, Will. I thought you were a scholar. Well, I did. I, the only reason I took ceramics is because I had all my things done. Oh, you had it buttoned up early? I was buttoned up. I had, a, I had a wrestler get into Davidson. He didn't go there, but he got in. He was pretty smart. He's now, he's we now, have some smart cookies. He's now in street beef. So this is a, a, no. <laughs> Off-season circuit of street fighting. No, no. He went to Washington Lee. He's very, very smart Andrew Spey? No. <laughs> Not Andrew Spey. I didn't coach a guy that's older than no, me. No, I'm saying that's where Spey went, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, yeah, All Davidson, right. interesting job. That man, if, dude, if Mark Cody, Sean Gray, one of those guys, took the Davidson job, holy cow. I mean, that'd be awesome because they're just, right now, almost like a, you don't even consider Davidson. You don't even talk. They don't have relevant guys. You know that? Like, Scott Patrick beat Brett Farr a couple years ago. That was like well, Davidson's look, first NCAA win in years. I mean, what you need, you can have the greatest coaches in the world. You need, you need help. Yeah. You can't. How do you go out and recruit a team when you don't have any scholarships? Yeah. How do you do that at like a fifty thousand dollars school? I don't know what the number is. I don't. It's either. not cheap. Probably not. Probably not. All right. So you want to talk about Roby? Roby Wade? No. <laughs> Stop. No. I mean, I just I thought I thought it was notable. The guy, oh, that boy, Kai got a kick out of that one. Our uh, producer. I don't know. What is your producer? E- EP? What is your official title, Kai? Uh, studio producer. Studio producer Emeritus. Um, Kai. Um, he loved that joke. He loved so, it. So you're killing it with Kai. Um, so I would say, you know, it's Roby. I thought he was the most qualified guy for maybe not. Yeah, most qualified. I thought he deserved the job. Thought the job. He'd, he'd been there since day one with Dresser, built that program up. Um, so I think very deserving. I think there was a lot of interest from a lot of other highly qualified coaches. But um, I'm glad he got the job. I mean, I, of course, I don't know all the candidates that were involved. Um, I've heard a few of them. But one thing that often gets me nervous is – Let's say Tim Flynn's name gets thrown around a lot, whether it's this job open or that job open. And, yeah. And uh, uh, here's the thing. I love it. I would take Tim Flynn in a heartbeat at a lot of places. But what I'm always worried about is what happens then to Edinburgh. Do they get the right guy in there? And so when we're talking about Tech and Dresser leaving, yeah, great hire by Iowa State. But what is Tech going to do? They filled it with Roby and I'm relieved they'll yeah. be all right they'll be good yeah. you know what I mean bringing up Flynn is, is interesting because I'm like his name gets brought up every single year uh, but I just like I feel like he's never gonna leave there I think feel like he's just gonna retire there but maybe that's maybe that's incorrect but I would not be worried about Edinburgh uh, they got Bruce you know he's gonna make sure that that, that yeah program... I guess maybe maybe Edinburgh is a bad example but um Anytime a quote-unquote smaller program that has success, it happens in all sports, right? A smaller program has success, and that coach gets courted by a big-time program. Yeah. 
And then you have to worry about that that smaller program, quote unquote, um, maintaining its level of, of productivity. Yeah. And uh, not that Virginia Tech's a smaller program, but you know, Dresser yeah. Dresser took them from death, death to to a podium finish. And so you want to see you want to see Tech continue to uh, to do well. And I think they nailed it with Roby. They'll be fine. Yeah, agree. And you know the the current discussion there. You know, is, is anyone going to leave? Is everyone going to stay? Um, I don't everyone know. Everyone meaning wrestlers or what? I'm talking about the wrestlers. I don't know what Coach Zadik and St. John are going to do. I don't know if they're going to stay or go. Or they they've long been linked to the Iowa State job since um, Kevin took that position. But mm. you know, I think Mike may have had aspirations to be the head coach at, at Virginia Tech as well. So. Either way, I don't know what's going to happen there at Virginia Tech with with the coaching staff. But more importantly, the the wrestlers. You know, is anyone going to leave? And it doesn't sound like anyone's going to go. I don't know what it means for the incoming class of of recruits, but it sounds I like don't know. The general vibe I get is that the wrestlers like it at Tech, right? I mean, they Tech rules. They 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 like being there. The the recruits are sticking hard with Tech. Um, the only one I worried about, and I don't know, I used to be sort of close with David McFadden or at least talk to him occasionally but you know I don't don't really talk to him anymore but it always seemed to me like David was kind of a dresser guy maybe that's not true I don't know Uh, him and St. John are pretty tight they're tight yeah I mean we'll think they work together a lot Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so I don't I don't think any more than any other guy but I could be wrong I don't yeah I'm just throwing just throw it there. Just, just, throw. just toss them. Just toss. All right. Where do you want to go? We could talk some PWC. We could do a little high school rankings chat. I, I hate talking high school rankings with you. I want to yell at you right now. Because right, you think you have all the answers. Well, no, I do not. No, incorrect. Incorrect. Back, back. I do not think I have all the answers. I think there are very specific instances that I feel strongly about. Back years ago, Snyder should have been pound for pound ahead of Marsteller. He was eventually. Not, yes, but way after, it was way too far gone. Anyway, okay. so there, there have been just a few instances. The the Marinelli, Renan, Dayton Fix dynamic. I felt very strongly about that. Um, yeah, because you had you had those guys. Wait, I mean, all all jacked up. So now the the new one. And I do think you are in an interesting and a difficult position with 126. With how do you sort out Spencer Lee, Austin DeSanto, and Gavin Teasdale? And I, I think there's two directions you can go, but you're considering a third, an incorrect direction. But I'll let you <laughs> expound upon that. I a love it. Bit. You know. Go ahead. You never did a high school ranking in your life. No, but no, no. You know, you got the answer. I I have this answer. Fortunately, go ahead. Just go ahead. Mm. Take us. You maybe take another drink. What? What? Listen, you college rankings. Listen, are incredibly. Don't deflect. Don't deflect. Much more simple. Let's let's take. You let's, have in, in college. You have seventy-seven guys in a pool, mm-hmm. and guess what? Half of them aren't close to a ranking. So you're talking about 30, 30-ish guys, maybe. You're looking at 30 guys for 20 spots. You know the whole schedule. You know what I had to do this week? You know what I had to do this week for rankings? Instead of... This is what I, I had to do this week for rankings. Oh, poor Willie. It's not poor Willie. It's, it's... You look at it a different lens. Plus, you have a season. Right, low energy. I'm taking the lights down because low energy, Put it energy, up. Willie. Put the energy Low energy, up. Willie. How do you, what do you mean low energy? No, I want to dim the energy. light. Low energy. I just the, brought the energy up I'm, in this room. I'm dimming the lights for poor Willie. Go ahead. If Start making a real point and start quit deflecting about how hard rankings are, and then I'll put the lights back on. <laughs> Earn, not given. You got to show up when the lights are on, Willie. When the lights are on, Willie. Lights aren't on right now. All right. So, you. so what's your point? What what are, what are you going to do at 126? Uh, Let's start with that. Spencer, Gavin, DeSanto. Why? No. Okay, one, I'll say this. I'll say this, for first of all, because you actually put your name on it. I'll give you the lights back. Why did he I'm give o- him the remote? I am okay. Kai left it here. Big mistake. Huge. Right there. So... I'm okay with leaving Spencer at number one, honestly. Well, thank you for I've, your blessing. Okay, yeah. 
This should mean Spencer a lot Lee. to you. Okay. Okay. Why do you why are you okay with leaving Spencer number one? Um, because he's never lost ever, and you reward you because you reward the body of work. Mm-hmm. Okay. You reward the body of work. Mm-hmm. And when you compare Austin DeSanto and Gavin Teasdale, there's really no comparison. Unless you're unless you're going way back. Unless we're we're dipping. If you want to talk ancient, about ancient body history. of work, body of work. I mean, Gavin Teasdale and Austin DeSanto aren't on the same well, freaking I'm talking galaxy. For, I'm talking for this season, for a year. It's not a season, though. It's not a season. That's what I'm saying. You have the luxury of looking at, and and you even define it right. Like these aren't these aren't these aren't lifetime career college rankings. You know, these are this season. Everybody comes in and says, "Oh, but you know, midway through the season, but Bryce Meredith is this or." Or, you know, Kyle Crutchmer is that, yeah, well, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing this season. I know what they placed last season. You always say that. In high school, it doesn't, it, you, you can't rely on that because not every kid is in the same events. They don't all go to the same events. Sometimes you got to hold on to um, when you saw them hit head to head. You hold on to things that are a little bit more body of work type stuff. And frankly, um, DeSanto had one good win. I'm sorry. Listen, jump to conclusion. One good win. DeSanto had one good win at Super 32. Okay. Just one more than Gavin had this year. But keep going. You want you want to play that game of body of work and then say and then say Gavin Teasdale? Gavin Teasdale. The only thing you have to say about Gavin Teasdale is he lost to Decatur. Right, because that is because other than that, he doesn't lose. That's his ever. O- that's his only relevant result of I, the year. I know he's only made three world teams. You know, well, he made a world team two years ago. Cadet, fifth. Wait, not even was it fifty kilograms? Whatever. He's uh, Gavin Teasdale has done a lot more than yeah. I'm, Austin I mean, if, if we're going back to fourteen and fifteen, I'm saying this year, this dude Austin DeSanto, uh, yeah, has beaten all on. Ja'Cory Teamer, Spencer Lee, the number, your number one pound-for-pound wrestler in the country, mm-hmm. and Justin Mejia. All mm-hmm. three of those. I okay. mean, Justin... He has three wins better Brandon than... Brandon Courtney put it on Justin Mejia. Right? right. Brian Courtney. Brian. Brian, Brian Courtney. I always, get, I always get his name messed up. They're so sick. Can somebody tell him to cut his hair? Stop it. What? What? I like... It's, it's like uh, Askernish. Nice and he, curly. He's funny. So, yeah. But, and also, this is another thing, Christian. So basically, that, Gavin, Gavin essentially. Okay, should, hold on a second. You're going to say, you're going to say, oh, Gavin hasn't done anything this year. Um, what, because he didn't go to Super 32? No. Uh, wh- where was DeSanto at Trials? Where was the Santo at Fargo? You can say where's the Santo at Akron all these years. Yeah, so you can always say where that's that's why it makes high school rankings difficult when when people start saying, well, where was this kid here? Well, and then I can go where that where was that kid there? Because you cannot hold accountable every kid going to every event. You just can't. Right. You just can't. I understand that. If if Gavin hadn't lost to Decatur, if Gavin had just run the table. I, w- I would be okay with it because right. he hadn't lost. He, you can't help your high school schedule, okay? And he did win Powerade, which is no joke. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, honestly, if Spencer deserves a mulligan, so does Gavin. Well, Gavin's, Gavin's career is impeccable. Well, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Look up the word impeccable. Do you, do you know what the word impeccable means? Can you just find it for me? Look, he's going to have to go to it. Means like, uh, it means like perfect, like without blemish. Um, there's blemishes. First of all, who's number one? He lost to um, Decatur. Didn't make the world team um, at 55. He he's taken losses Give before. Me a break. What? It's, it's we're not gonna hold. We're gonna hold. You are gonna hold Gavin. You're gonna hold impeccable. It's, it's wonderful. He Walk has an back. amazing, amazing dimming, career. Dimming. Much more amazing than Austin DeSantos. Dimming it. Give me a break. You're, you're walking it back. 
Oh my God! Let's hold. Let's let's crucify Gavin Teasdale for not making the crucifying fifty-five kilogram junior world team. Could you be a little more dramatic? I'm not crucifying. I'm saying the guy that beat your number one pound for pound mm -hmm. and your number three in the ranking. So the number one and the three at the weight, he beats them both. And you say no. So you can you can't say oh he lost to Brian Courtney. You're the one that ranked him number three, not me. Uh. uh so I that's this is your evaluation of Justin Mejia, not that's, mine. That's nominal, you know. I mean, because do you not understand the gap that's between Spencer Spencer Lee, Spencer Gavin Teasdale, and, and number three Justin Mejia? That's that's nominal. Okay, that's nominal. He got beat by he got beat by Silva. So who does it? Santo. That kid's pretty good as it yeah. as it turns out. Yeah. He would be the three. He would be the three at 126. All, he just wrestled 132 at States because... And in HSCAs. Who, who cares? But also in HSCAs. Yeah, because he's, who cares? He's a 32. Um, not, if He's a 32. He's not a 32. I mean, he's not 32 years old. Kyle wants to talk. Of what, Kyle? Gavin's lost the junior trials were to two college kids. He also, um, he also beat the kid. He also, he also beat Piccinini, who took fourth at NCAs this year. No, and we want to talk about Justin Mejia. You can't go forward with his. You can't lose to someone that, and then look at what he did a year later. Uh, Nick Piccinini wasn't that dude when he beat him. First of all, it was Nick mm. Piccinini's first freestyle tournament ever. He lost on head pinches. I well, hey, two, I don't care. I count I, if you lose. If if you go into a tournament, Patrick Glory did this this year, last summer. Patrick Glory first. Attempt at freestyle, right? He does terrible. He does terrible. I I had to drop him all the way out of the rankings. Yeah. I don't care. I don't get. It's your first freestyle tournament. I don't care if if you step on the mat, it counts. Patrick Glory went from unranked to number one in the country. Unless Chance Marstella loses to Patrick Rhodes, which we throw that one out. So you didn't mind that one. Um, Patrick Rhodes was a graduated senior. I'm just saying, you didn't care then. So, you, so you'll use it for the benefit, but you won't in rankings. But so basically, all you you can't. I didn't. No, you were, I did not. I did not say that Nick Piccinini. I did not say that Gavin Teasdale is ranked ahead of Austin DeSanto because he beat Nick Piccinini. And we're having a conversation about quality wins and losses, and that's a quality win. The kid took fourth at NCAA. He also lost to Dayton Fix. Okay. He's not in college. He's in high school. What so is that, was, that was at the other tournament. That wasn't at trials. Well, who even cares? I'm just saying. It, you said he only lost to high school guy or college guys. That's not true. At that at, tournament, at he did. Because oh. he, he didn't make it to Dayton Fix. Because Dayton won that tournament. Correct. That's my point. Uh, I don't know what saying, that has to do with anything. Because you're acting like he only lost to college guys. Well, a high school guy won that tournament. I would just bring it up as losses because you did. Okay. And I was explaining that they were the college guys. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that. hitting him for losing to Austin Acid and, and Nick Piccinini. <clears throat> I'm not hitting him for that. I'm hitting him for losing to Decatur. And I'm, no, I'm not hitting Gavin Teasdale. I'm rewarding someone who beat Willie Saylor's number one pound-for-pound -pound wrestler in the country. Beat the number one guy in the country. Okay, so okay? this, this so is cool. how you, this is so how you, you have order. You beat Piccinini. This is how you have order. Spencer Lee. You have... This is this is the order: Spencer Lee, Gavin Teasdale, Joey Silva, You're Justin Mejia. Can you follow a Gable can Stevenson? You, can you what, are, what are you doing? Can you follow a train of thought here? This is the order: Lee, Teasdale, Silva, Mejia. Somewhere down here, DeSanto. Silva beats DeSanto. Silva goes up. At what point does, should DeSanto jump Teasdale when Teasdale doesn't lose? At the point when, well, congrats on not losing. This is Marinelli all over again. Of course he didn't lose. He wrestled at Ohio State's an Ironman. That's all he ever wrestled. This, oh, and, for and DeSant, DeSanto. DeSanto has five minutes of fame, and you want, you want to say his career is better than Teasdale's? I mean, he beat two guys in, in, in ten days. Eleven days ago, no case he whatsoever. He should space out his elite wins. <laughs> he should space them out. Should've, he should have beat Spencer in like November. I'm not saying he should have. I'm not saying he should space him out. I'm saying he does something in ten days and you want to. I want him to. You want to jump Gavin Teasdale. I want him to go up one spot, one spot. Uh, I'm yeah. not asking. I don't think that's insane. I mean, that's what I mean. There's, whatever. There is a closer. There is a greater chance of me going Gavin DeSanto Spencer than there is 
me jumping DeSanto. I will. Uh, DeSanto will never jump Gavin. No matter what happens. No unless they loses. wrestle tomorrow. What if, it ain't happening. What if it's Thursday? They could wrestle Thursday. Do you, but would you acknowledge that result? Friday. Friday would be a good day. Friday would be Friday. They, hey, they come, come both to Flow National. Flow National. Guys, set this up. Help us out. You don't yeah. even have to wrestle in the tournament. Just, we'll just wrestle. We'll just, yeah. <laughs> we're just, you guys can just wrestle. It'll Let's decide the number one. Yeah, we'll figure it out. No, they won't be number one. Spencer will be number one. No, but really, not honestly, they, not honestly, DeSanto, DeSanto <laughs> should wrestle him. He shouldn't wrestle him so close to all. All these wins are too close together. It's it's sus- that's not it's, what I said. It's suspect. We, we should really wrestle him in that's, July. That's not what I said. Fargo. Then it'll <laughs> count. But we'll make it folk style at Fargo. Cool. Would it count then? Remember when Kyle said that he only had college losses and you said because he didn't make it to him? Dayton Fix. <laughs> I'm like, he would have lost to a high school guy is my point. Or would he have beaten Dayton? I'm sorry. He would have beaten Dayton. Put that on there. Gavin, number one pound for pound. Okay. I love Gavin Teasdale. Why you divide me? Because yes, listen. Very obviously. This is I'm able to separate. Okay, I'm able to pull myself back. All right. Jane Cox is like my favorite ever, but he's not number one or two or three, four pound for pound. Okay. Okay. You, pull yourself back. So I'm doing. I, with Gavin. You need to put some things in perspective. You got that primacy recency thing going on. Whatever. Again. You. You got favorites. Um, That's why you think. Yes. You think yes. that. Yes. You yes. think that Spencer? Do you think the order of Spencer Lee, Gavin Teasdale, Austin DeSanto is because I have favorites? I don't know. I don't know. That's what you just said, and that is absurd. I think you might like Gavin more. You think I might like Gavin more? That's why I'm going to have him number two because there's a very serious argument you can make for Gavin at number one. Well, not almost, not. almost. What's the unequivocally What's when somebody? I don't care what Intermat has. I'll say, almost yeah, unequivocally. They nailed the Romero rank. The, what, they nailed. Rank. They nailed Kelly Romero. Almost unequivocally, when a number one loses, everybody bumps up one, and that guy's drops. Right? So if by mo- most processes, Gavin would be number one, not DeSanto. Des- can we call him DeSanchise? You can That's- call him whatever you want. I think, I think I'm going to go with that. They're going Spencer, Gavin, Mej- Oh, they haven't updated. They have Mejia. They have Mejia behind DeSanto. Or maybe that's, that's where Josh Lowe, that's how he evaluates them. I don't know. Anyways. Um, that, was, that update was after PA States. After PA States. So, After DeSanto. So DeSanto beats Spencer Lee. He went from four to four. So it's a nice little bump there. Um, where else you want to go? Oh, Jared. You're pulling up uh, internet Austin, rankings. Austin O'Connor. We've been pulling out internet rankings on our show. Sorry. We'll get, we'll get three more clicks now because of this. Hey, Austin O'Connor's not pleased with you. Could you address him? Well, I don't understand. Is it why time for a public apology to Austin O'Connor? No, Austin O'Connor. Somebody made a good point though. He might be talking about pound for pound. I mean, uh, class rankings. Oh, no, he wants to be ranked number one. Well, listen. Here's the policy. I love. Uh, we have a policy. You, you get ranked policy. almost unilaterally, almost across the board. When you get ranked at whatever you wrestle your state tournament in, because. I'm telling you, I tried to do it different ways. It's not just not fair. People wrestle, people wrestle 60. In the past, people have wrestled 60, and their dad called and said, hey, we just did this for the team. Can you rank them at 45? Can you rank them at 52? You know, no, I can't, because now you're picking and choosing what might be best for you to be ranked at. So unless there's some outlandish circumstances. You're getting ranked. Vito's Vito's a 32-pounder. He wrestled 38 because he can, because he beats everybody in New York. And I'm still ranking him at 38, right? O'Connor, Joey Silva, these guys, I mean, you know, you get ranked at the weight that... Now, O'Connor did wrestle in one event at 45, but he wrestled a state tournament at 52. So he beats Verclearn a couple times. Verclearn's number one at 145. And... He beat him again at Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic. He beat him again, and O'Connor says, hey, why am I not ranked ahead of Verclearin? Well, if you were at 145, you'd be number one in the country. Yeah. You know, you don't wrestle 140. You wrestle 152. So now what do you do? Because he went 145, 
as we're seeing the the pin. This was weird. Well, it's one forty five plus a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Night before. Yeah. <laughs> no, one plus a hundred. It's I think it's like five or it's two. Supposed to be five. It's supposed to be five. Supposed to be five. Oh. Sounds so um now that so that's what I do for the regular season, right? Out of season, out of season or off season, I'll rank you whatever you whatever you wrestle. Right. So if Silva, if a kid like Joey Silva um, goes to Fargo at 126 or goes to junior duels at 126, You'll rank him I'll there. rank him at 26. But if for the end, <coughs> but until, until the end of the regular season, I, you get ranked at what? So uh, what do you do now with O'Connor? Stays at 52? He wrestled this technically I, at 45. No. You re- you. Get ranked at the weight that you wrestled the state tournament at. Do you know well, what NHSCAs look like? There's people up, down, sideways. They wrestled at a, all kind of crazy weights. Zach Donathan, Zach Donathan wrestled 132 for the state tournament. Mm-hmm. At NHSCAs, he wrestled 145 against Demison and Denton Spencer, yeah. or 138, against Demison and Spencer, who wrestled 145 and came down. So, it's so clock. you're still sticking with state tournaments. Even state tournaments. I don't care what they wrestle at NHSCAs or, or flow nationals. Or flow nationals. But you uh, get five pounds. So that's why these kids are moving. Yeah. Right. You get five at NHSCAs as well. Yes. So really, freestyle season is when you'll start moving kids into different weight classes. When guys are making fifty-five. Yeah. So after after flow nationals, new ranking. <coughs> I just finished new rankings last night. New rankings will come out. Uh, tomorrow, and then after Flow Nationals, the final season rankings will come out, and then I'll remove the week after that or two weeks after that. I'll remove all the seniors, and sometimes you have to sort of project because you know a, si- know a six pounder is not going to go six again, right? A six pounder is not going to go six again, and I don't know what the uh, the next time I see, when's the next time I'm going to see him, Akron? Yeah, right. So you have to sort of project, right? Um, do you want to talk at all about the Santos win over over Mejia? Um, <coughs> any other? I mean, Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic was great as always. I thought the Alar Oliver match was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, they get another good one, right, Edinburgh? Yes, I didn't. I, my my high school knowledge is obviously very surface level. I'd never heard of this guy. Apparently, he's ranked, he's ranked top five in the country. I think I had him at six. Six. So that's top six then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but yeah, I was like, well, I, I'm impressed. Uh, I am sixth. Another kind of like under the radar, even though he shouldn't really be under the radar if you're ranked six. But he's ranked. He's under my radar. I think he'll be ranked third now. I th- I still think Alar's going to be really good next level. So as do well. I. I think he's the leaps he's made are are tremendous. Now I they look like that match was basically like drilling left side high. Crotches. That's another thing too. People complain about oh well. They wrestled. Verclear and O'Connor wrestled at 45. Do you know? There were several matches that they weren't at the right way. Vito. Vito wasn't at his right way. Alar and. Oliver? Alar and Oliver. They wrestled at 160. They both wrestled 170 at state. Yeah. There were two 182 matches. So, yeah. There's. um. Yeah. Who would you take? Alar or Romero? In a match? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, sorry, Oliver or Romero. Oliver or Romero? Dang. Because this is the problem now. Oliver. I had, I always had Romero third behind Labriol and Whitlake, and I felt like that was very justified. Um, but now Oliver gets a, another quality win in number four, Alar, and Romero still does not have... He beat Caleb Young and um, Stefanik? Are those like his two, like, marquee... <coughs> He beat those guys at Disney, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So if you're asking me in a ranking sense, I don't know. I don't know Oliver's body of work. Who would, you take? Who would you take in a wrestling match? I'll take Romero. Yeah. He, I mean, he went toe-to-toe. If, if Mike Labriola didn't have freak gorilla hips, he probably would have won that match or been close. I mean, he had that takedown against 99.9%. Dude, Labriola, that was insane. Though, Labriola, man, he really cuts off the mat, doesn't he? I mean, he stalks you the whole time and, like, cuts off the mat. Now, I think Romero's going to be great. Um, but look at this. Who does this? Dang. You know, 
upside with Romero is huge in that he, he hasn't been like a year-long wrestler. He's going to be tough. Yes. He's going to get in that Ohio State. Level. Also, he might be 26. He looks, he looks, he's, he looks, he's a mature dude. He's, he is older than me. I'm pretty sure of it. Whether, whether or not the birth certificate says so. That guy, old looking. All right, piles. We out. Hey, hold on. What happened? Apologize right now for Thursday. Yeah, I have to go to, I gotta go to Flonats. Look into the camera. I have to go to, I'm sorry, I apologize for Thursday. Prior commitment, Thursday morning. Can't do FRL. Sad. Sad inside. Sad. That is sad. Maybe we could do it. No, we can't. We can't just. FRLs are not like it used to be, Willie. We used to be, used to be like, let's just do it tomorrow. Let's just do it. Now there's like 4.30. Now you got to schedule everything in the calendar yeah. and the studio's booked. Oh, and we're Kai. doing other shows. Oh, and Kai. There's other websites uh, in this company. Uh, other websites. Please. Give me a. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're part of the problem. Um, Flow Rodeo doesn't even have a studio show. So. Well, why don't you get on that? Maybe I will. Maybe you will. Maybe I'll talk about. So no FRL Thursday, and we can't do it Wednesday because let's just blame Kai and Efren for that. It's Kai's it's, fault. It's Kai. Actually, I want to blame Efren. I want to take Kai to court. It's going to be me. It's going to be the Roby Wade. Roby Wade, Kai. Um, so yeah, let's go. You can play the outro music there, Kai. I take back what I said. Play with the lights, Christian. Why they play with the lights for ambiance. We thank you guys so much for tuning in. Play us out there. All of the lights, bro. No, but there's a girl involved. To be honest. Rihanna, probably, right? Rihanna, all of the way. We will see you next Tuesday. Sorry. We will see you then. Four nationals this week. I'm signaling that the show is done. The show is done. Hold on. Thanks, guys. See you next time.